Hello and welcome to the podcast, Adventures of a New You. I'm your host, Jen Park, social worker and fellow adventurer. This is episode number 35 and today I'm going to talk about five ways to regroup. I know a lot of times like we worry about our kids and I know that I send my son when he starts to escalate, I send him to his room, not for a timeout. Um, we're pretty much past that. He's nine and a half, but I send him to his room to regroup is what we call it. I tell him to like, go take a minute, calm down, you know, work through whatever you're working through and pull yourself together. But I also know there are times when I need to regroup myself, right? So I have been attending a training series for supervisors and leaders and at this training, there's, we talk about all kinds of things. Like, and one of the things is about improving a skill or an area that we struggle with. For me, that is patience. Absolutely. Through and through. That's something it was on the list too. It's not just like, it was like, I need to work on my patience. I really do. I, I know that that's something that I struggle with and it's not just something that I struggle with at work. It's, I mean, it's at work, but I also struggle really with that at home. And frankly, I struggle with having patience with myself. In general, there are a lot of areas in our day that require a great deal of patience from driving in the car, waiting in the line, especially the car line. The car line is my nemesis, but that's for another day. Trying to get our kids out the door, patience at work, patience everywhere. We need patience, right? It's patience with technology. That's like a whole other thing too. But for right now, I'm going to talk a little bit more about patience at home and how you can carry out these ideas. You could absolutely transition them to the other parts of your life when you're standing in the car and not in the car, when you're sitting in the God awful car line or when you're standing in line at the grocery store and you just like start to lose your patience a little bit. One of my biggest triggers is getting out the door in the morning. I start to lose my patience there at the beginning of the day. First know that I wake up generally around like 5.30. I think I shared that in the last episode because I was losing it because my son was like up. He woke up on me this morning before six and I was like, what? But luckily he went back to bed because I was like, no, not today, bro. I need to record an episode. So I'm up at 5.30 because I need to have at least an hour to myself before the circus begins. Yes, I call it the circus. I lovingly call my house, my family, my home, I call it the circus. I just do. My dad calls us the loud family. Like our whole family calls the loud family. And it's a spot on description. The minute my eyes are open and sometimes before I have a cat crying at me because he wants to be fed or he wants me to turn on the faucet so that it'll drip so he can drink from the faucet. I might have the dog dancing at the door. Although sometimes I have to wake him up and send him out. But the circus, right? Then I, I like to get all of my things done, at least most of my things done before my son gets up. That's like one strategy that I have implemented and need to be extremely mindful of because if he's up before I'm ready, that I don't do well with that. Let's just say that it's, it's way better for me if I can get almost all of my things done before he gets up you know, get myself ready, pack the lunches, start the breakfast, all that I need done before 
I see his adorable little face because it just stresses me when I have to worry about what he's doing and making sure that I get done all the things that, that I need for us to have to have a successful day. So some days when the circus starts, I literally wish myself out of the place, out of this place, out of this house. I wish that I was somewhere quiet, somewhere calm, somewhere that doesn't have Old Town Road blaring from the bathroom speaker. Sometimes I lose my cool. If you know me, you know this is true. Like, it's part of it's just like my personality, I think. But it's something that I'm working on. I'm trying to like be a little bit calmer, be more patient. It's really hard in the morning, especially when you have said like, put your shoes on, put your shoes on, put your shoes on. You start using like the different voices, put your freaking shoes on. <laughs> Sorry. And you literally like you start to lose your mind because there are so many only so many times you can say, put your shoes on before you lose your shit. Or at least for me, there's a certain number. It's like around five. And I think that five times is plenty. I shouldn't have to say, put your shoes on that many times because it's freaking ridiculous. The thing is, this is something I'm working on. I think we all have our things. Like some parents are yellers. I am like, I'm sorry, neighbors. I am. My one neighbor said something to me once and I was so offended. And, you know, I don't know what to do. I'm sorry. I'm a yeller. The other neighbor suggested beating. I'm like, that's not what I'm going to do. I never suggest that. You know, I work in child welfare. I would never suggest that. That's not the way to do it. Is yelling getting it done either? No, it's not. So that's why, that's why we are where we are, right? We're, we're working through it. We're working on different strategies at home. But it's not just about strategies that, like, my son needs or that I need to communicate to him. For me, I think I need to, like, recognize where I'm at and bring it down, like, a notch or two or seven. So I highly recommend that you check out Heather Chauvin's podcast. Uh, she's the Mom, Mom is in Control is the name of her podcast, and it's episode number 263 red, yellow, and green zones. I'm going to have it linked at the bottom so you can check it out. She shares basically a super basic traffic light system. My son used this. They had this for behavior in preschool, I think. Um, and they've used it a few other times where, you know, red, yellow, green, obviously. So green, you're calm, you're cool, you're collected. Yellow, means you're a little on edge, you know, a little bit of caution there, and you should really slow down, <laughs> but then red to me, to me is, red is when I lose my shit, right? So absolutely go check that out. I highly recommend it. I, you know, I, I think I talk, I talk about Heather a lot because she has some really great stuff that she shares. So being more aware has allowed me to just realize that I might be in a yellow zone and very close to teetering into a red zone. By having that self-awareness, I can try to prevent going into that red zone. But guess what? We can't prevent every episode that would push us into red. We can't, like, you're not never going to get angry. That was not a good sentence. But you're always going to have times where you get pushed, you push yourself, you you get upset, you get frustrated, you get angry, and frankly, you probably lose your shit. Sorry, this episode, when I talk about, like, getting getting a little 
frustrated. I, I do those F-bombs and whatever come out a little bit. But I want to talk to you about when we're in the red zone, how do we bring ourselves back down? Some of these ideas are like ideal world situations. They're like, you're not going to be able to just be like, hold on. I'm very angry right now. I need to like, just implement these strategies. Sometimes you're not going to be able to, but some of them are super simple and just take a minute or two, maybe even to just like give your brain a second to pause and be like, okay, I'm like super red right now. I need to at least bring it down to orange. Orange isn't really a thing, but you know, how you say when you blow through a light and it's yellowy red and I call it orange. Like I said, when you're literally trying to race out the door, you're not going to be able to necessarily calm yourself. But sometimes like literally just taking a second and regrouping, it's going to make all the difference in the, in the world to you because you don't want to be the crazy mom that is yelling at her kids the whole way to school and then setting everyone up for a crap day. Trust me, I have been there. Some days are really freaking hard, like really really, 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 really hard. Like, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to be the mom anymore hard. And nobody says that out loud, but I just did because some days are that hard. But you know what's even harder is that mom guilt, that shit feeling that comes over you after you drop the kid off in the car line and you have acted like, for lack of a better word, a complete asshole in the morning. When you're completely in your red zone and you can't rein it in and you don't rein it in, maybe because you don't know how, maybe because it's just that bad that day, but there is no worse feeling than those days after you drop the kids off at school and then you drive to, to wherever it is you're going to work and you just feel like complete crap. So I don't want us to feel like complete crap anymore. So I'm going to share with you some little things there are five tips that I have, five things that you could do to just like take a minute or two or five and regroup and rein it in, like literally have that pause for a second and be like, holy crap, I'm in the red. I need to bring it down. I need to like get control of myself. So here we go. Super simple. Ready? Number one, get some fresh air. Like I'm literally talking about Take two seconds, walk out the door. Obviously, make sure your kids are safe and secure and taken care of. But you can you can step out your back door or your front door, stand on the porch or, or whatever you have, stand at the doorway and just like step outside. Sometimes having just like fresh air in your face, reminding you to like breathe and just like take a deep breath, take a minute say whatever you need to say outside under your breath, bring in like a little bit of calm and then go back in and try again. That's, that's number one, fresh air. Number two is to eat something because sometimes when we spiral, it's because we have something that's missing, right? Whether that is like the fresh air that is that Maybe, maybe you're at the point where you're hangry. So take a minute, eat something. I think people always say like when you eat like something like an orange or something citrusy, that's like, it's like, it's refreshing and it brings different 
I don't know the words that I'm looking for here, but it just like revitalizes you. That's not what I'm thinking, but just like eat something real food probably is best here. But like, I'm talking like two seconds. I'm not talking like whip up a giant meal. I'm talking like grab a little snack, be like, okay, maybe I just need a little something to eat here. Number three is to move, like physically move your body, whether you can take, you know, a quick walk. If you can just move your body to a different room, like literally move your body away from this red zone, like physically step away. And maybe it's like a, um, a parallel process here where you like physically like move your body away from the red zone and you're like, okay, I'm away from the red zone. I'm out of my red zone. And then you can step back in and be like, I'm going to stay in the yellow. I'm going to be calm. I don't know about you, but I absolutely talk to myself. And sometimes you have to just like talk yourself down, rein yourself in. Number three is use music. So sometimes when we have not had the best morning, we jam out on the way to school. It's like a two minute drive to school, literally around the corner. But there are certain, certain songs that my son or I could put on that we'll just like just kind of snap us out of the funk. If we had a rough morning, um, one of our favorites is black and yellow. I know it's really funny when we I said teachers like say something to us sometimes when we whip up in the car line and we're, we're bumping black and yellow out of my SUV, but find, think of a song that, that if you need to like regroup, cause sometimes music will just literally change everything. It can take you from a shit mood to like feeling okay. So have that song, have that go-to song that you're like, you know what, let me and maybe you need to take two minutes, put some headphones on so you can't hear whatever ruckus is going on in your house, and regroup for yourself. All right, number five is to take a time out. So literally take, I'm not saying take a half hour, I'm saying take like three minutes or whatever, and for me, I hide in the bathroom. I'm not kidding, I am not kidding, or sometimes in the basement, because takes a little bit of effort for people to look for me in the basement. So take that time, lock the bathroom door. I don't care if the kids are banging on it. I don't care what they're doing. The dog sticking his paws under the door, the cat's meowing out the door. Take that few minutes for yourself and hide wherever you need to hide. Go sit in the car, sit in the garage, do whatever you need to do. Obviously, again, I'm going to say, make sure your kids are safe, secure, and cared for. But Take that time and just like give yourself a minute to be like, okay, I'm okay. We're okay. It's going to be okay. And take those few minutes to yourself. So like I said, some of these are a little bit challenging to implement in the morning when you're rushing around and you, you know, you're trying to get out the door. But honestly, sometimes if you can take that two minutes and just like reset yourself, it's going to change the tone for your entire day. So sometimes it's worth the two minutes. Let your kids sit there and figure it out. Let them sit there and do nothing. And then when you come back and be like, hmm, yeah, look at that. You still did nothing. You still did nothing. And I don't say that because that just escalates. But, but honestly, there have been days where I had my son get in the car because he, without shoes on because he didn't have his shoes on yet. And I'm like, you know what? You figure it out on the ride to school. You got two minutes. Go. And by the time he gets to school, he's got it figured out. 
that kind of stresses me more because I'm like, why couldn't you put them on when I said it 700 times? But, but sometimes you have to let them figure it out and you have to take care of yourself. Like, obviously you're the parent. It's your job to take care of the kids. And this isn't just, these principles don't just apply to parents. Like when you get frustrated at work or you're working on a project and you, and you get stuck and you like start to feel yourself escalating, you're getting into the red zone because you're getting frustrated or because you're a supervisor and like, you know, you're pulled in like 10 different directions because you have 10 people under you who all need something at the same time. Or because you are, I'm trying to think of other examples. Um, you know, not just at home, it can be anywhere. You're sitting in the car line or you're sitting in traffic for hours. Like what can you do? You like, you can absolutely turn on the music. You can eat something. You can roll down the windows and get some fresh air. These are all things that you can implement in a lot of areas of your life, not just when it comes to parenting. I know like my last few episodes, I feel like I've been geared a little bit more towards that, but, but they do apply to so many other aspects of your lives. So notice that I have not tried to tell you to be more patient because I'm not there yet. We're going to get that part. We'll, we'll get there. The most important thing is that we start tuning into ourselves and that we are more mindful of when we are escalating and that we can figure out how to, how to head it off. We need to recognize it and we need to know like, okay, I don't want to feel like this. I don't want to be like this. So how can I stop it right here, right now? Here's the thing. And you can let me know if it's true for you too. I get in the red zone when I don't take care of myself. When my needs aren't being met, I don't mean that like in a weird way. I mean, like when, like I said earlier, like when you don't have fresh air, when you haven't moved your body, when you haven't eaten something, when you're not taking care of yourself, when you don't feel like your physical best or your emotional best, I spiral out of control. Absolutely. I do. You can literally see it happening. It's like a TV show. So implementing these ideas preventively is also so important. And like preventively, sure, this is easy. Get some fresh air. Anybody can step outside any single day, anywhere they are, anybody, eat something. Generally eat something maybe a little bit more healthy will help. Move your body little, little ways, like take the steps, park the car far away. You know, all that cliche stuff that you know. Sometimes just literally doing that. If you don't have time to get a workout in, then then find out these little ways to do it. Take the stairs. When I was at my internship that I hated back in the day, I would literally take the stairs up two flights to go to the bathroom. Mostly to waste time, but also because I was like, I can do this, get a little workout in. Listen to some music. Take a time out. Take some time for yourself. These are simple ways that we can work towards taking care of ourselves and getting ahead of getting in this red zone, right? That is all that I have for today. Thank you so much for listening. If you have a friend or a family member that you think would love to hear this, maybe you see them in their red zone or you know that it's something like, I know moms struggle with it all the time. Like we don't want to always be yellers. Like there's all the memes about like you're a yeller, but we don't always want to be a yeller. Like it would be nice to be able to be calm sometimes and like have things play out the way we'd like them to play. So we don't have to get to the point where we're yelling, but so share this with them. I would love if you had a second, if you could leave a review, 
check out my website, uh, adventuresofanewyou.com. If you would like a free coaching call, that is available to you. And you can also connect with me on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest at Adventures of a New You. Thanks so much and have a great day.